Hi there and welcome to Surviving Trauma Stories of Hope. Can you believe it's the end of 2022? We are nearing uh, 2023 and it's the last couple of days left of this year. In this episode today, I'm doing it a little bit different because I wanted just to reflect on some of the lessons and the growth that I've experienced during this time. This year has been incredible on so many levels. You know, when I first started thinking about this episode, my initial thoughts were, you know, oh, this year has really been so tough. And then I thought, no. And then I was thinking, okay, well, this year has really been so great. And then I thought, no, that's not it either. So when I started reflecting, I realized that my year was made up of a combination of good and bad, happy and sad, contrast throughout. And I couldn't really choose any of them. I couldn't really say I lean more towards one than the other because everything brought so much to my life and everything helped shape me into this person that I am now leaving 2022 with this greater awareness that I can take with me into 2023. And so I wanted to just create this episode because I reflected and I started just to write about it. So I'm going to use some questions as I reflect on my year as it comes to a close. And you can also use these questions to help you to reflect on your year. So when it comes to change, I asked myself, what changed about you this year? I mean, how would I describe this version of myself? The truth is that the past four years were incredible and it's been such a transformative experience just being me, living this life. 2022 brought so many surprises. As the year kicked off, it was so intense. It started off in January with my birthday. It started with revisions. It started with the end of my pre-sale campaign. So there was a lot of work within the first couple of months of the year. And that really helped me to grow as a person because I became a much more diligent and focused. Um, and it really, I really had to lean into that because I had a target and I knew that I wanted to deliver on this deadline that was looming. And that was the publication of my book, Ray of Light. I spoke to my community and I promised them that there will be a book that I will publish, Ray of Light, and it will be published in May of 2022. And there was just absolutely no way that I could not deliver on that and have the book shipped in June 2022. So, you know, I've always been very diligent, but I think this year really helped me in so many ways to just become laser focused, very diligent. And I think I also grew in a way to bring a, a version of myself to the table, one that is empowered, one that is confident, one that can stand within her own. And that came through rediscovery just going back to my childhood and my inner child through the self-love work that I do and remembering that little girl that said, you know, we can do anything, we can be anything, we can go anywhere. And connecting with that girl, that empowered me to really bring a version of myself to the table that is confident, empowered, and assured. So when it comes to growth, I mean, what did I accomplish that I didn't think was possible? And I think it's probably writing this book and publishing it on time and delivering it. And I think, you know, the feeling that I got was that I had so many people 
supporting me, but I also felt that there were people who were kind of watching, thinking, "Oh, when is she going to fall on her face?" And so, you know, I think when I published my book, it was such a deep personal achievement for me, and it was such a cathartic experience that allowed me to grow on so many levels. And really peel back the layers within myself. Go back to parts of me that I have healed before, revisit it, and heal parts that perhaps were not healed. That by the time I published this book, it was not only that I had achieved such greatness with publication of my book and becoming a published author, but it was also that I had changed for the better. That I came out the other side a greater version of myself. When it comes to self love, I think that I really took care of my mental state this year, and I think one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that I did at the end of twenty twenty one was to take back my power. Once I took back my power and I stood in my power, I came into twenty twenty two knowing exactly what I wanted, and I was marching to the beat of my own drum. And that was true empowerment and freedom for me. So that I would say, on a physical, emotional level, was something that really served me. I took care of my mental state because I had to learn to speak about my story in a public way without feeling shame. Now I speak about shame in my book, and I mean shame is one of those emotions. That will leave your world small, because the thing about shame is that we always want to hide something. We want to hide a part of ourselves. We want to hide something that we've done. We want to hide a relationship that we don't want someone to see. We want to hide the ugliness that we don't want people to know about. And so, shame makes our lives small because when we hide like that pieces of ourselves, we don't allow people to come close. And I had to come. To a place where I could speak about this, what happened to me, share my story, in a way that was meaningful, that could help others, but I had to come to terms with hearing it myself, seeing the reactions on the faces of those who I share it with, and I had to come to a place where I was okay with it. And the experience in itself took a while because I tested it out. I remember I was invited to a networking session, and I thought, "Okay, I'm going to start speaking about this and see how people react to it." And there was a man that I met, and I I spoke about one of my podcast episodes, my story, and I was talking about you know how I was taken as a child, which is not something that's in my book. And there was a man that came past us, and he said, "Oh, do you not have a lighter?" And I said, "Oh no, I don't. I'm actually a cancer survivor." And he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a cancer survivor." I was like, "Ah,、oh, that's so cool!" And you know, in true fashion, cancer survivors, when we meet each other, we always want to know like, what kind of cancer? What's yours? What's your doctor? Who's my doctor? That kind of thing, right? Especially if we're in the same city. And so, when I turned back to the man I was speaking to. He said to me, "You know, Marlene, your life is just one big stroke of bad luck." And up until that point, I'd never ever thought about my life as a stroke of bad luck. I I always just thought that my life's experiences informed, you know, the work that I do, and that would prepared me 
And that prepared me for what was to come. And so I started doing that with more and more people. And I started realizing more and more people were indifferent. Some acted with compassion. Um, some acted with judgment. Some didn't want to know anything about it and rather pretended like they didn't know anything. And that was okay because it prepared me for all these different scenarios. And when I published my book, and for it was something that I was ready for because I was ready to let my story go. I was ready to let my story become that of the people, the people that it will serve, the people who will talk about it, the people who will say, do you know of this book, Ray of Light? Have you heard the story? Do you know of Marlene McConnell, what happened to her and how she healed? If she can do it, I can do it. It belongs to the people. And so... It was important for me that I be in the right state of mind once I let my story go. When it comes to gauging with people and talking, especially when I speak on stage, you know, at churches, universities, um, you know, corporates, then there's always engagement afterward. And so, you know, it's about being free to share the story, being free to engage about the story, not carrying shame with me and protecting my energy while allowing the space for those who come to me to have that moment. And in that moment, when they leave, whether or not they have the dis a discussion, you know, with a spouse or with a friend or with someone else at home, they can share whatever it is within them. And so from a self-love perspective, I would say that was one of the, the biggest things that helped me grow this year. And it was 100% coming to terms with letting my story go and doing it on my terms and being fully empowered in doing so. So when it comes to acceptance, um, I have to ask myself, you know, what disappointments did I have this year? One of the things that I reflect on this year is I closed my, my business, Okina, Company Secretarial Services, and I started Okina in 2020, and I was so incredibly proud. And one of the big lessons that I had to come to terms with is that after all the investment and all of the work that I did and the clients that I served in Okina, I had to close my business because it was time for it to be closed. I think sometimes, you know, we have these experiences in our lives that come and it brings us lessons that we learn. And certainly running my own business and operating my own business, investing in my own business, you know, being everything in the business from, you know, managing the website to, um, you know, approaching clients and building my brand and delivering to clients. All of it taught me so much about just business. And you would think that I probably had business experience because I worked as a corporate executive for so long. But when you run your own business, that's completely different to being an employee. And I think, you know, the past two and a half years that I had my company was really eye-opening for me. And I could really reflect on the time in my life that I was an employee versus running my own business. So I would say it was a disappointment in, in a way, I guess, closing my business. But I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, if a door closes, then it's meant to close. And I don't stand in front of closed doors and slam my head against it um, because that's no guarantee that it will open. I choose to move on. And that's what I did with my business. 
So yeah, that was really sort of what I reflected on. And I can say that the lessons that I've learned this year, they've also been big. Not everybody deserves a space in your life or your mind. Some people in my life had to go. It was very difficult. And, you know, you have to stand your ground when you do that. But I've also learned that they also don't deserve space in your mind. They don't deserve your thoughts. They don't deserve your energy. They don't deserve your time. And it's important that you take that back. And the way that worked for me to do that was through rituals. Binding rituals helped me a lot. But you can do binding rituals too. I took control of my mind. I took control of who I let in my mind and how I deal with unwanted thoughts. Um, and so that was a big lesson for me this year. I also learned that it's okay to veer off your plan and, you know, to take a detour. A university degree never dictates what you will do in life. I've met people who, you know, this man in particular that I'm thinking about is a CEO of a big multinational company. And he told me, he said, Marlene, you know, I worked as a prosecutor, a state prosecutor, and I didn't like blood and guts. And so I was like, hey, man, I'm more into business. And today he runs a multi, multinational company. So for me, that was a big lesson because I have an undergraduate degree, a postgraduate degree and a master's degree in law. And yet I became a published author of a nonfiction book that predominantly focused on psychology. And my book won an award from the Bookfest Award in Psychology and Wellness. And so that was such a huge feather in my cap. Ah, it was amazing knowing that I'm not only a, a published author, but, you know, my book won in a field that is not a field that I studied, but it's a field that I understand so well. And so that was fantastic. I am so happy. I was so happy about that. And it, it again, it showed me that the only limitation that you have is in your own mind. Because I suffered from imposter syndrome while I was writing my book. And I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm writing this book. All the research that I'm doing, it leads to psychology, psychiatry. What am I doing? And the truth is, I'm the expert on my life. I know what I went through. I know what I felt. I know how it played out. And so I am the expert when it comes to my own psychology. And I am educated enough to understand research and research papers and psychology and to make sense of that in a meaningful way. And I hope that I did that in my book. Um, and so when I won the award, it was just such a nice feather in my cap. So yeah, that was something that I learned this year. And then, you know, I learned to recognize obstacles as opportunities, right? I learned that not to focus on closed doors, like I said earlier. When something does not come your way, instead of looking at that, ask yourself, why is that? Where is the opportunity in this? And if this is not meant for me right now, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And have a look at that. Don't be afraid to turn 
and look at other opportunities because the doors will always open. If I stayed stuck in the things that I wanted, like only running my business, Okina, Company Secretarial Services, I never would have published my book. All the opportunities that came and the doors that opened led me to this book, led me to my podcast, it led me to so many people in my community, in my book community, my office community, um, my podcast community, and it connected me to so many people around the world. So if I was only stuck on the door that I wanted to open, I would have missed all of the other opportunities. And so when we look at obstacles coming our way, see it as an opportunity, I must tell you that one of the biggest lessons was not to be afraid to ask for help. During this year, I experienced a very difficult time. And, you know, I touched on part of it in some of my posts, but I had to raise the funds to do my tour for my book because I wasn't in the in the financial position to pay for it myself. And it really took me out of my comfort zone. It took me to a place where I had nothing to lose and I had to go to corporates and I had to say, this is what I want to do and I need help. This is my plan of action. This is where I will be and this is what I need. And, you know, I wasn't met with, you know, resistance I mean, yes, for sure. There were many who listened to me and um, said, okay, sure, we'll get back to you and never did. There were others who simply slammed the door in my face. But I persisted because I knew that was something that I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to take my book um, to the United States. I knew that I wanted to do the work in Jamaica. I knew that I wanted to speak about my book and that was where I had to be. Everything told me that was what I had to do. And so it took me completely out of my comfort zone. And I had to ask for help because this wasn't something I could do on my own. And the people who helped me, who came, the sponsors, who took the time to sit with me online and who donated and and helped me make my dreams possible, they taught me that being outside of your comfort level helps you grow. And this year, I, I was stretched so far beyond my comfort level And I was so proud of myself because I did it. Oh, man, I did it. Yes, I did it. I took it from a thought. I put it into action. I published my book. I launched it. And I went on a book tour. I mean, I made it happen. And I am so proud of myself. So definitely don't be afraid to ask for help. Then I learned that attracting prosperity into my life is not about money, but it's a state of mind. And again, I go back to the work of Louise Hay, which is, I mean, I love Louise Hay's work. And I want to read you this from her book, You Can Heal Your Life, on page 114. It says, to me, true prosperity begins with feeling good about yourself. It is also the freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it. It is never about money. It is a state of mind. Prosperity or lack of it is an outer expression of the ideas in your head. You know, I had to go back. And as you guys know, I mean, I just delved into the world of um, self-love a few years ago. And I loved it so much that I actually ended up studying and becoming a self-love teacher just because I really love to understand the alternative methodologies. And so sometimes I go back and I just revisit it. Because I need to remind myself 
Sometimes, you know, when we are going through a difficult time in our life, it's so easy just to focus on the negative, the darkness, the things that are not going right, the things that are um, coming undone, right? It consumes us. That's the thing we think about every day. Oh my goodness, we can't even believe this is happening. Uh, why is everything falling apart? Oh, I just know this wasn't going to work out. But you know, it's about a state of mind. And what we focus our energy on and what we focus our thoughts on is what we in life attract. And I learned through this that gratitude was really what I needed. And I needed to change again, shift my mind and not think about the things that were not working out, the things I didn't have, the things that didn't come to me. Instead, I changed the way that I thought about those things. You know, the things that I didn't have, I wasn't focusing on them. Instead, I woke up in the morning and I first started to focus on the things that were working, the things that were going right, the things that were up and running, the things that I had. And when I started doing that, I saw that there were so many things in my life that just started to come naturally and my life started to feel more in flow. And that didn't sort out any of the things that weren't going, you know, in, in, in the way that I wanted. But it definitely changed the way that I felt. I didn't wake up every day really down in the dumps and depressed and feeling bad. But instead, I woke up knowing that, okay, there are these things over here, but feeling good knowing that there were all these other great things that I could still do. And so it, it was a combination of gratitude, shifting um, the way that I thought and changing my thinking patterns and focusing on the things that were going well in my life. And that helped me tremendously. I also learned that life can happen unexpectedly, which it did for me. There was somebody that came into my life just really quick and it was such a wonderful experience. And so I learned that when things like that happen, lean into it. Because those moments can be so beautiful. It was short-lived. It was intense. It was luxurious. But it was what I needed. And when those unexpected moments come into your life, embrace them. Learn to live life and take those moments that are spur of the moment and run with it. Because sometimes those are the things that bring us the greatest, greatest joy. And I think that you know, 2022 has been a year that definitely brought me a lot of joy. All the way from starting the year with my pre-sale campaign to closing off the year with my book tour that just came to an end in the United States of America. My heart is full. I also want to thank all my podcast guests who were amazing and incredible. Sharing their stories with me and sharing their stories with the audience they were all fantastic. And there isn't, you know, one that I can single out and say, this is my favorite, because every single story that I shared on this podcast during this year was unique and special. And it touched the hearts of so many. Someone asked me, um, uh, you know, sometime earlier this year, Yamaline, you do this work, you must be so depressed. And I said, no. I'm not depressed. I'm like, but you're listening to the stories all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I hear the instigating event and the thing that happens. 
But what's more special about every single story is how all of my guests have overcome. And that is what gives me that inspiration to keep going and to keep doing this beautiful work and spreading love and hope into this world. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave me some comments on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and let me know what you think of the episode. Also, let me know what your favorite lessons were from 2022. It's been great being here with you. Thank you for spending this time with me. As always, take care of yourself. Love and light. Bye.